Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Motor Mouth Mosey Radio Show. Sorry for the delay. Had a little technical difficulty. Caught up with some things. But, hey, welcome to the show. You have reached the Motor Mouth Mosey Radio Show here from Redan, Georgia. I want to say thank you for calling, tuning, listening in, whether you're listening live or listening on one of our archived episodes. I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, drop by and hear what we got to say. Got a lot of sports on the menu for the evening. A little bit of everything's going on at this time of the year. We've got NFL football in mid-season form. We've got Major League Baseball winding down with some uh, American League and National League playoffs going on. We've got NBA starting up. We've got hockey starting up. I even saw an NBA game that was actually being televised, a preseason game. So, folks, we've got a lot of sports. It's a great time of the year. The weather's changing. Fall is kicking in. You can't get more excited about what's going on in, in the sports world. I want to start the show with a little bit of commentary uh, of what I ended with last week, uh, actually on Tuesday, about the Washington Redskins and the controversy about their uh, mascot. had a good conversation earlier this evening with a Washington Redskins fan who um, initially – uh, well, actually, overall, enlightened me a uh, different perspective on it. Uh, that it, um, we had a different point of view, and you know, what if the tides were, were changed? What if, uh, you know, the history was written a, a, another way? You know, if instead of being the slaughtered and the uh, uh, massacred, what if it was the other way around? Uh, how would the, the, the country view the Redskin moniker at that point in time? Would it be more revered, or or you know, how would they look at it? And all I could say was, when when you hear certain terms, they are a more positive reflection upon uh, that race, uh, that ethnicity. Uh, you hear terms like chiefs, braves. Uh, warriors, those are highly regarded, respected, uh, forceful, positive uh, determinations that you stand up and be proud about, much like with cowboys, patriots, sooners, uh, rebels. Uh, You you look at those and, 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 and you're thinking positive thoughts. Even though history may have skewed some things and they may not be exactly we may not have been taught from movies and history books exactly the real bare truth, but those words still have a, a positive connotation to them versus redskin or orange men. 
So we, he, he and I had, you know, a, a more in-depth conversation. We talked about it a little bit longer. And I, I, we, I saw his viewpoint, but he saw mine too, that uh, there's a difference between being called the Kansas City Chief, a Florida State Seminole, than versus being called a Washington Redskin. <clears throat> My point to him was, what if the NFL was granted Los Angeles a new franchise? And Los Angeles decided, because they had the LaBella Tar Pits out there, they decided to name their team uh, the California Tar Babies. At that point, he took a step back. Is it okay? I see your point. But I, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit versus what uh, has been going on in the sports world. We've got a lot of great sports action going on tonight. We've got Miami, uh, the University of Miami, playing North Carolina, an NCAA college uh, football game. We've got the Seattle Seahawks playing against, uh, hosting the Arizona Cardinals uh, in a game that I'm sure uh, Seattle was looking forward to because they, they got knocked off early, earlier last weekend, and uh, nothing gets the taste out of a loss out of your mouth quicker than getting back on the field, getting back in the battle, and competing and winning and dominating. And at last check, that's exactly what they were doing to the uh, Arizona Cardinals. I believe the score last time I checked was 13 to 13 to 31, so things were all back right. Uh, actually, now the score is now 31-16. Arizona just kicked the field goal. Um, so uh, we've got that going on. We've got Major League Baseball going on. We've got the ALCS with the Boston Red Sox playing against the Detroit Tigers. Uh, last time I checked, that score was 4-2 to in the seventh inning. I'd have to check. Uh, I'd have my people check uh, for an update on that score. But with it being 4-2, the offenses on both of those teams, it'll be surprising if that's how the game actually ends up. Although there's some great pitching going on. There's been great pitching on both sides uh, of the field. But uh, those offenses with David Ortiz and uh, Miguel Cabrera and Prince Fielder and uh, Dustin Pedroia, I mean, they're just great hitters. Oh, and don't let me forget, don't lie, boy. Shane Victorino. Uh, so there's been great ba- hitting on both sides. And just as I get an update, as I suspected, the score wouldn't stay at 4-2. to two. It is now 4-3. to three. Uh, Detroit picked up another run. Uh, it's getting into the, the, the heart and soul of the series. Um, the series is tied at two apiece. Uh, Prince Fielder's at bat, and at any time that big boy – can definitely yank one out of the ballpark. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that. Also, what's been going on this weekend, as I said, Miami's playing against the University of North Carolina in a college football game. North Carolina busted out these ugly black uniforms with a North Carolina blue t- uh, trim. Uh, I think they're hideous, but uh, you know today's uh, sports marketing has overtaken common sense. And you see some very uh, uh, outlandish-looking uniforms um, out of some of these teams that are not quite up to the scale of Maryland or, or Oregon or even Baylor with all the diverse uniforms. But, uh, yeah, they should have kept these black and North Carolina blue uniforms somewhere in the closet. That's just not a good look. Um, but, again, 
that's one of the main things that's going on tonight in the sports world. Um, in the NFL, we've got some great matches coming up this weekend. We've got uh, Dallas going into Philly, which I think will be a one. It's always, and I repeat, it's always hard to win in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, they play extremely well at home. Uh, their crowd is one of the most venomous uh, crowds in the NFL. Um, that will be one of the early games on on Sunday. Uh, but there, along with that game, there's a slate of other great games to look forward to. Um, as I go down the list, um, I'll be looking forward to seeing how Houston bounces back uh, and how they do against Kansas City, although I totally expect Kansas City to win that game. But probably the marquee game of the weekend will be Sunday night, the late NBC game, where you'll have the Denver Broncos going into Indianapolis playing the Colts, which means the return of Peyton Manning to uh, his old stomping grounds that he spent 14 years, a very successful 14 years, but he will be going home uh, to play against Andrew Luck and uh, the newfangled Indianapolis Colts. So that should be one of the premier matchups of the weekend. Um, I would be interested to see how the crowd reacts. I mean, as a crowd, I mean, how do you react to an opponent player who spent uh, a lot of years being the heart and soul of your team, who for whatever reason is no longer with that team? Do you embrace him when he comes home, uh, comes back? Or, or, or is he the enemy now, and uh, and you cheer against him uh, nonstop? I hope that it doesn't become like a situation like they have here in Atlanta, where Michael Vick is still revered and loved uh, by the majority of fans, uh, even though he plays for an opponent's team. There's still a lot of loyalty directly to him as an individual. Um, I would assume that in Indianapolis they will probably play uh, Peyton when he comes back into town. He'll get a nice standing ovation, but once the ball is kicked off, he will be the opponent, and they will be cheering for their team and uh, rooting for their team to be successful and not a player on the other team. Uh, Real quick update, checking on the Miami-North Carolina game. you got number 10, Miami, 20 and you've got North Carolina 23 with looks like 25 seconds remaining in the game. North Carolina has the ball deep in North I mean, uh, Miami has the ball deep in North Carolina territory. Um, second and 11, uh, they're either going to go for the go-ahead touchdown, which uh, it's going to be real tight, or they're going to go for a, a, a field goal that will send them into overtime. Uh, now you're looking at third down and uh, short inside the third down and two inside the 10, um, 20 seconds left. The clock has been stopped. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that game also. But I just wanted to say thank you for calling in. Uh, a lot of going on in, in the world of sports. Can't wait for more college football. Uh, University of Hawaii will be back on the field this week against I believe Colorado State, which, I, as I said, holds a lot of uh, good memories for me, uh, especially playing at Colorado State. 
uh, was the first uh, road trip that I ever made as a college athlete, and it was also the first time that I, I got a Division One reception. Uh, so Colorado State definitely holds a lot of good memories for me, and I also had some of the best lasagna I ever had was in uh, uh, Fort Collins. Uh, back to the game, looks like Miami just went ahead with a touchdown. They're lining up. Actually, they're doing you know the, the nonstop review uh, of, of the play of the scoring play, and it definitely looks like the running back for Miami did score a touchdown. So they will be taking the lead, and they may be able to hold off uh, a very uh, hard fighting North Carolina Tar Heel team uh, and, and secure the victory and escape. Uh, with what looks like it will be a, probably a 27-23 victory. Uh, the North Carolina fans are in shock. Uh, of course, the Miami fans are on cloud nine because uh, it's always nice to go on the road and go into someone's backyard and uh, secure a victory and head on out. But um, I just want everybody to keep an eye on what's going on sports-wise. We've got uh, more NLCS coming up with the Dodgers and the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, shout out to Colton Wong, Hawaii boy, got called up, late season call up for the Cardinals. Uh, if I'm going to lead either way, I'll probably lead just that way just because of him. Uh, my earlier prediction uh, was uh, the Dodgers to win the World Series over the Detroit Tigers. Uh, I don't know if that's going to hold true, but we'll see. I actually am starting to really like the way Boston is playing. And I've always been a fan of David Ortiz to begin, uh, anyway, so not really stuck on either either franchise. So whoever wins, I'll just go, you know, whatever. But when it comes to the NFL, there's no doubt where my loyalties lie. I am a Dallas Cowboy fan, will forever be a Dallas Cowboy fan. And the big news in Valley Ranch this week was that Dallas released longtime eight-year veteran Jay Ratliff, two-time pro bowler, and it was for financial reasons and the fact that he can't stay get healthy and get back on the field. just seemed like the right move at the right time. Uh, it's going to hurt them on the salary, but we've got a bunch of upstart guys that look like they will uh, step up and play well. They did last week, and we expect nothing but improvement out of them. As for the Philadelphia Eagles, they're having their own problems. They've got struggles. Uh, with a quarterback, Michael Vick, looks like he will not be playing this week, so we'll be uh, competing against Nick Foles, who looked very good last week. Um, Michael Vick's hamstring just is not to a point where uh, he'll be able to play, uh, which is good and bad for Cowboy fans. Um, it gives us one less thing to focus on. Um, you're not going to expect Nick Foles to run as much nor as well as Vic would in the read option, but I'm sure that uh, Chip, Coach Chip will have some type of adjustments, and we're not sure we'll be running their read offense for them at the quarterback position, but I'm looking forward to a great game. Looks like we're going to have a short show tonight. Uh, I'm going to watch the last of this game, watch a little baseball. I want you to enjoy the rest of your evening, no matter where you are or when you are listening. Thank you for spending time with us, listening to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. I look forward to talking to you this weekend after some NFL action on Sunday evening. So see you Sunday at 11 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Texas time, 8 o'clock, no, yeah, 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock West Coast time, 
And, of course, that would make it 5 o'clock in the Aloha land. Again, have a great week. Talk to you soon. Thank you for your time. Aloha and be nice to one another.